Welcome to the Talent Acquisition Innovators Radio, the podcast for talent acquisition aficionados, HR lovers, and recruitment professionals out there looking to get inspired and challenge traditional approaches to hiring. Here, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the recruitment process, engaging fresh talent, managing tough internal hiring dilemmas, and of course, the future of talent acquisition. I'm your host, Sim Samra from Recruitee. I'll be quizzing the experts, asking the burning questions, and of course, bringing you great guests each episode. By the end of every episode, we'll offer a few hypotheticals and of course, tips to take back to your team and workplace. Welcome to our podcast. Uh, Today, I'm joined by Marian Yarzak, an employer branding specialist, and we'll be discussing the importance of career pages. Uh, Marian, thank you for joining me today. Do you want to give a quick introduction to yourself and tell us a little bit about your background? Yes, totally. Thank you so much, Sim, for the nice welcome. I'm really happy to, you know, have the opportunity to talk to you about this exciting topic today. I would say I have roughly four to five years experience uh, working in different fields of employer branding. I'm actually a journalist. So Mm -hmm. I started my career off in journalism, then switched uh, basically to corporate comms, was working in different comms departments uh, at uh, different companies. And then, you know, got more and more in contact basically with my, let's say, employer branding counterparts and talent acquisition or HR uh, department and got like really excited about this topic because I felt like, you know, companies are often focused so much like on external stakeholders and neglect basically their internal stakeholders like employees, which I think, you know, are sometimes like you know, even much more important basically. Um, so, um, yeah, so I worked at Rocket Internet, uh, Project A, did their employer branding for, for the venture capital, but also its uh, investments. And my latest job was then a tax fix. It's like an app with which you can uh, do your taxes here in Germany. And right now, I mean, it's an online bank, uh, also helping them um, basically building their employer brand and employee engagement. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Somehow, you know, I I have a background now in fintech, even though I never actually wanted to to work in fintech. It just happened. But yeah, um, yeah, really passionate about employer branding and all things around. Good stuff. So tell me, what are the key elements that employers should focus on when it comes to creating an effective careers page? To be honest with you, I mean, when you do employer branding, you do a kind of like brand discovery. So uh, kind of benchmarking to to other companies. So I would advise you to to have a look at careers pages of your competitors, but then also probably companies you're aspiring for or companies from a totally different sector to, to find out basically what they are doing. And when it comes to the career page, you know, I, I would have a look, okay, how is the accessibility? So how can candidates basically access the career page? How are the positions displayed? How is the content of, you know, these job description? Is it aligned or is it like messy? Probably also how how is the vision, the mission or the values of the of the company displayed, uh, which is mm-hmm. probably nowadays also a no-brainer, I would say. 
But um, then I would also make sure, you know, or have a look how the companies are basically um, showing their social channels or maybe they have an integration of a meetup profile so you can see, okay, where can you meet this uh, company in person or now, I mean, during Corona times where, you know, you can meet them on, on the Zoom call or anything. Then I think what's also super important is basically that you showcase on your career page the the team so that you have like content around the team. So what kind of positions do you have within the company? What kind of content you basically have around these uh, positions or also, you know, showcase on what kind of projects they are basically working, not only I, I would always love to say not only have, you know, this fluffy employer branding stuff about like culture or like job profiles, but also really showcase somehow, uh, you know, actual projects they are working on or your employees are growing with, because this is really also interesting for, for candidates to, to apply. And I think the last point, uh, which I mentioned partly already with this, you know, uh, mission, vision, values part is that you also show basically your company culture. So do you do something for diversity inclusion? Do you have like some CSR initiatives probably? And I think there's basically no right or wrong. I always like to be a bit more brave or bold or, you know, be a bit different because often when it comes to company culture and especially also to values you know i feel like a lot of companies are talking very similar or they have very similar values and um, i mean anyways your your employees will uncover this when they basically join your organization so you know if you're in a high growth or you're very early stage and you don't have defined values maybe just make a bold statement uh, you know, that you're currently working on. So really try also to find out how you can differentiate yourself to the other companies out there on your careers page. Yeah. Um, just like while we're on this uh, question, I also think people forget to make their career pages mobile friendly. Totally. You know, because so many candidates, you can't just assume because we're all uh, remote now that everyone uses their laptops. We use our phones on the go. Um, yeah. And it's one of those things I know that as a candidate that I've had frustration with when uh, a careers page just doesn't work for me on my mobile phone. Um, and it's one of those very simple things, but uh, it can be overlooked in the design process. Yes, I know. I totally agree, especially if you're if you I mean, if you're applying to a tech company, it's not like mobile friendly, right? You're like, yeah. sometimes, what the hell? And yeah. um, I think also, you know, in this regard, what's really important is basically like the application process right that it's really as smooth as possible and you can basically apply through your or with your mobile so i think nowadays it, it's probably enough if you can just submit your linkedin profile or just submit a cv you know often in germany companies also want to have a cover letter which i think is sometimes you know a bit like yesterday because uh, i i don't think that with you know high volume recruiting companies have the time to actually look at cover letters because recruiters i don't know how much how long they screen the cv maybe like 20 minutes uh, 20 seconds or also i have seen companies where you still need to log in or make a login or set up an account i think this is also so yesterday so you really should make sure on your careers page as you mentioned that it's, you know, mobile friendly, but also when it comes to this accessibility, that it's really smooth and easy uh, to apply and uh, the candidate 
probably becomes like, you know, gets like snackable content when uh, reading about your company. How can employers reveal their company's personality on the careers page? I would always basically um, recommend to really have a mix when it comes to, to media. So as I mentioned earlier, you can reveal it through like blog posts about like certain jobs. So I would always recommend, you know, have a section where you, you know, link to your blog where you create like content around your company. I have probably sometimes seen that career pages have like testimonials, which you also often use like, you know, in, in classical marketing where you have testimonials of your customers or your consumers. Mm -hmm. But for me personally, they don't feel so true or so honest. If you don't have content right from the start, maybe have a look at your Glassdoor or any, you know, review platform and get some, you know, quotes from there, but they just feel more like true or honest than, you know, like testimonial quotes, which mm -hmm. would never say something, you know, uh, not in your favor of your organization, basically. But, you know, apart from, from blog content, which you can show, maybe also think about like video, maybe have a team video or have a specific uh, department related video and it doesn't always need to be like very high level sometimes you know you can already do great stuff with just a you know mobile phone but um if you even don't have like resources for like blog or video i think a good point of departure are basically also like the job descriptions which are on your career page so maybe think there how you can um, differentiate so maybe not only you know jot down the task and the requirements but also include like uh, a building block let's say like this about the department uh, people are applying for so really customize it a bit for each department so so people know and feel how it is to work in the respective departments and, and see like the differences a bit i think this would be really a you know a quick fix and good point of departure basically okay what should be avoided when it comes to creating an effective careers page? Basically, in my opinion, there's really no right or wrong because building a career page, again, is a very, in my opinion, subjective topic. You also need to have in mind probably like different, you know, cultural backgrounds. So from where uh, probably, where are your offices located or from where are the majority of your candidates applying from? But I think what I would strongly recommend to avoid is basically to build or draft a picture of an organization which you are not truly are. So um, because your candidates will really figure this out within the first calls or chats they have with you. And if not at this stage, they will for sure, you know, get the truth or figure it out as soon as they joined. And then, you know, you probably have a problem because this person had totally different expectations than which were pro probably like displayed on your, on your career page. And then in the end of the day, you need to rehire. And, you know, we, I think we all know like retaining talents is always less uh, costly than hiring talents. Uh, so I would really make sure that your communication on your careers page is authentic, honest, and true to the core of your organization. Yeah, I think it's important now more than ever with uh, the remote working setup becoming the new normal. Um, usually uh, companies would showcase their, their culture and so forth with, uh, with having candidates 
being able to see their offices. Or you know, if you're a very, very visual company, you can have pictures that really yeah. show off exactly what the day-to-day life is like working at those um, offices. But because this, the current setup has changed somewhat, it's a lot more difficult to really showcase that. And uh, it's yeah. it's one of those things I, I, I now wonder how will employers approach employer branding going forward, um, especially when it comes to uh, showcasing their jobs effectively on their career pages now. Is there any advice or techniques that you can share when it comes to storytelling and really uh, showing off your company's values and missions mm. and that sort of thing? Mm. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, for me, and I, I, I assume also for the audience, employer branding not only comes basically through a career page, right? It's one part mm-hmm. of your employer branding, but it's not the, the only part, let's say it like this. And what was really interesting, what you mentioned earlier, is this, you know, it's hard to show kind of like your culture or the office environment with the current Corona situation. And I mean, I have seen some career pages where they have like virtual office tours, for example. If you don't have the budget for this, you could also just, you know, start with a a so-called like interview guide you know, a guide which you send to your candidates as soon as they have, have the first interview where you somehow, you know, show your culture and show your office or what's important for you in a more detailed way, let's say it like this, than you're doing on your career page. Because there it really has also to be like snackable because, I mean, we don't have time anymore, right? We are all like super busy. We want to have like mm-hmm. snackable content. We want to scroll through it. Then we want to click on the job. Then we want to apply within seconds. And then we have want to have it done because we are moving on to our next task. I mean, sh- like to your, back to your question, showcasing your employer brand during this uh, COVID times, in the end of the day, you have to build your employer brand through your employees because for me, an employer brand has to come from from inside out. So basically mm-hmm. be transported or let's say be transmitted to your employees. That's why it's also so important to be true and honest and authentic on your careers page because if, you know, if it's not supported by your employees, they will also not go to their peers or stakeholders and, uh, you know, talk uh, about your company and uh, do positive word of mouth. So when it comes to, to Corona now, I think it goes more and more into this, let's say, hyper-local environment. There's a term in, in performance marketing where I say there's like hyper-local marketing where you really, you know, target certain streets or districts when you do ads. And I think maybe we can adopt this, you know, terminology also to branding where we say, okay, within the company, you know, you build like certain brand ambassadors who then go in their local environments because, I mean, we are all working remotely now and there are some companies who who will probably, you know, stay even remote after or if Corona, you know, has ever survived. And, um, you know, these uh, people in their local, hyper-local environments, if they spread like a positive word of mouth, if they go to their friends or to their peers and say, hey, it's really amazing to work at this company because they do this and that for us. And I can be truly myself. I love my colleagues. Hey, have a look at this amazing career page. I mean, then we are back at the topic of a career page and join us. I think this is really um, the way companies have um, to focus now or in my opinion at least when it comes to effective long-term sustainable employer branding 
Okay. Are there any tools you can recommend to help build your career site? I mean, I have heard that I, I think there's also a tool from Recruity, right? So if you have Recruity as an ATS, then you can also use their tool package for building a career site. I'm not getting any money for this, so don't worry. <laughs> I, we do have a career site builder. It's uh, it's very user intuitive. and uh, True. Yeah, I think I even good. used it once, to be honest. No, Did I, you? I, I didn't use it myself, but I have seen it. So I've seen a uh -huh. career page by, by recruiting. And I think it's really a, a nice start and point of departure, especially if you don't have any like developer resources or, you know, any manpower to, to support you. I mean, in an ideal world, we would all have like design and uh, development resources. But if you don't, uh, you know, use recruiting, maybe have a look at WordPress because this is also quite intuitive. And there are a lot of like, you know, toolkits also on YouTube, how to do it. And, you know, when it comes more to this content side, so maybe integrating your careers page with content and you think, okay, uh, besides like classical social media, like LinkedIn, Instagram, or maybe even TikTok nowadays, have a look also at Medium because it's also super intuitive and basically everybody can set up their own uh, and owned blog on Medium. It's super easy. Um, and then, you know, you already have a blog which you can basically integrate to your careers page. I just wanted to uh, ask you a little bit about how you can measure the performance of your mm -hmm. careers page mm -hmm. uh, using these tools as well. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, so I would actually team up with, with someone probably from performance marketing or maybe from BI if you have someone. But I mean, there is like Google Analytics and also again there I was. I don't know, you know, no, I was always super afraid of Google Analytics because I thought it's so much <laughs> analytics. But actually, yeah. they have so good, like, you know, such a good onboarding and you can customize your reports. You, and, you know, it really helps you and you feel also like really amazing afterwards if you can have a look in into the analytics because, you know, you can see whether people are coming from browsing your career's uh, website it's really interesting and you know you can really also adapt a bit like the content and you know find out also what people are interested in and where you maybe need to adjust stuff and besides google analytics i think what's also helpful um are probably like heat maps so you know having a look where people are clicking mostly or also when I think they are, uh, let's say, dropping or jumping off of your career site. So see how long they are scrolling until it's probably getting boring. So, uh, and there we again at this, you know, being snackable, being, um, let's say, like, um, uh, not being afraid of cutting out content because I think we sometimes do too much. Uh, then really focus on, on the core messages and it sometimes really helps you to see, okay, what's important and what's probably not so important for, for your target group or the candidate at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, Marianne, we're almost out of time. Oh, so I no. just wanted to, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but do you have any, any last words on employer branding and career pages that you, that you would like to part with? Any last words? Wow. Um, <laughs> no, I think my, um, what I always love to preach is really be bold, be brave, and really try out things. F fail fast if it doesn't work out, but really 
try to be not boring, but really try to differentiate yourself also with your career page. Even though, you know, you do a lot of sourcing and maybe career page is not the number one tool with, with which you get your candidates in the pipeline, really don't neglect this and, um, yeah, just try to, to differentiate you from other companies and uh, break uh, with this through the void of all this communication which we have. And, I mean, we have so much communication now during Corona, right? Mm -hmm. Good stuff. Thank you Amazing. so much for your time, Marianne. Thank, Thank you, you so much. It was such a pleasure uh, talking to you. Thank you so much for your time, Sim. And I really feel like blessed uh, to be invited. And maybe, I don't know, I'm back um, for another podcast in the future. <laughs> we'll see you at the next one. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us on the Talent Acquisition Innovators Radio. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And of course, if you did, feel free to share it on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, or wherever you're most active. And if you'd like to be updated on when our next podcast is going to be released, you can sign up at blog.recruity.com slash podcast. See you in the next one.